Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. And I'm Tierney Steele, and I just realized this movie's from 2000, which <laughs> obviously I knew you've said that, that before, that but <laughs> that, uh, I, that, that was a million years ago as yeah, far right. as I can tell. It really tell. is. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just sitting here in stunned silence like 2000. I'm still in high school for God's sake. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're a returning guest/co-host what have you and and uh this is the only only guest that we have on this minute. So we can just we can just continue calling calling you guest if that's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I guess that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think I remember how all this worked, but it's been so long. But, We're in Tennessee, well, and, for goodness sake. And there's, and there's so many guest spots you do and so forth with other shows, and it does get confusing. I mean, I, I kind of remember, like, I think my very first one might have been for Flash Gordon. In it. Nice. <laughs> before, before we even started really recording for Watchmen, when I kind of got, got a little Aww. more involved than just yeah. a listener. My first yeah. guest was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Yeah. Which I remember mm-hmm. because it recorded very far in advance. So by the yeah, time it came out, right. I had done all this other stuff, but that one was the first. <laughs> well, um, today is minute 64, and it starts with Elaine t- telling her class that her son has been kidnapped or napped stars. and ends with William in the bathtub. I'm but not so... with water. No. I appreciate this so much, and you will appreciate this. You're probably one of the few people on this earth that would get this. This minute has one of my most quoted lines that no one ever gets, because I cannot tell you how many times I've said, days are just going by out here, and no one ever gets that I'm quoting William in Almost Famous, (laughs) but I 100% am. I didn't remember exactly where it was in the movie. I just remembered him being on the phone to back home, to Lester, but- to back home and saying like days are just going by out here mm-hmm. and so there have been many times in my life where that's been true but uh especially during the months of quarantine where i'm like days <laughs> yeah. are just going by <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you look up and you're like i'm sorry what di- what what month is it so i i got a little thrill when i realized that that was this minute but i also am so glad i got even just that little snippet of the fabulous rock stars have kidnapped my son yeah Sorry. right <laughs> and then she just leaves <laughs> she literally just leaves her class with the note taker and like all their stunned responses <laughs> yeah that is that is pretty weird that yeah she decides to leave upon <laughs> saying this weird thing to her class um and yeah, and, and and the way the class reacts, and it's, you know, I, I feel like I've been in, I was in situations, especially like, say, in high school, not college, but high school at least, where something kind of weird like this might have happened, and, and it's just, it's just, you just kind of end up just sitting there for them, you might as well just sit there for the rest of the class. <laughs> what else are you going to do until the bell rings and get mm-hmm. on to the next one? I, but but I, these, these are, I'm pretty, I'm awfully sure we have really pretty well covered that i mean she is a 
she's a college professor. This is a mm-hmm. college class. And, and I even went into that a little bit last minute, my amazement of the, of the, something we don't get except for, except for that zoom out when she walks out, the, 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 all the, all the decorations and in, in the, on the walls. Mm. What a class. really odd for a college, if, if in my opinion, at least my experience of college. I think, yeah. Because we don't know too much about it. I was mostly distracted, like I said, by the girl who immediately starts jotting yeah. down <laughs> as if, like, this is going to be on the test. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's almost like if you have a weird enough teacher, which she might kind of be, maybe she's you know done some other things that are that are actually meant to be teachable moments that this is just another yeah. one of those but it definitely really ought not be i mean i don't you know maybe she could turn it into a teaching moment but it's definitely she's not definitely not designing yeah. it that way that <laughs> like, was like not her plan yeah. elaine's breaking point <laughs> her little thing and her dress just like I, I don't know such a time warp like it looks like when i was very young Everyone had like the embroidered smock dresses mm. and stuff, but, um, but yes, I, I, it's very quick at the beginning of this minute, but I was happy to see it because I think that might be a favorite line of my dad's when she's just like, "Rock stars have kidnapped my son," and then yeah, just like that, walks yeah. out. <laughs> that's what that's that's the line I thought you were gonna go to, you're going towards a little bit. <laughs> oh. I that you, that you say all the time and people look at you weird like well yeah actually that kind of would be a little bit more of a weird yeah <laughs> to, it, to I, bring that up especially especially when you have a son off. yes <laughs> yes my son my son well he has not been kidnapped by rock stars however he did attend a Dick Dale concert in utero so <laughs> it has the the loudest concert I've ever been to. I was pregnant, and the guy on stage was in his 80s. Like, that is yeah. not my fault. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for how loud <laughs> that show would be. Um. <laughs> well, now I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Was Jerry drumming? Yes. He yeah. was. That's, that's Jerry awesome. Jerry was drumming, and wow. is it Sam that played bass, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I would see them. They would yeah. usually come to Boston once a year. And so I that's and cool. all the other people who listened to Indiana Jones Minute would. Toddle yeah. up to Cambridge. And, 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 he, and he has been a, uh, a guest. He has been on the show. Um, okay, good. Because if yeah. you had not gotten him on the yeah. show, that would have been a crime against <laughs> musical <guest>. humanity. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And he had great insight onto the, the performing, the drumming that was happening in his minute. <laughs> or or the, a couple minutes, even. <laughs> the drummer in this movie is interesting. I was driving myself nuts, speaking of music, trying to figure out what Lester was listening to. I finally had to accept that I don't know this song, but I was yeah. so close. Mm-hmm. Like I would, cause I would hear the lyrics and I was like, this sounds so like I could almost tell you who is singing, but I have no clue actually. <laughs> well, well it's no so kick bad. out the jams. If that's, you know, that hopefully is a clue. <laughs> no, do you not know kick out the jams? That's, I mean, I, it's I MC5, know. you know, great proto-punk band okay. of, the, of the late sixties. Okay. I was going to say, I know Kick Out the Jams, but I could not tell you who actually, like, okay, yeah, originally yeah, did yeah. it. I've just heard it covered five billion times. Oh, yeah, times. sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm actually, really, before you know, before we continue on after after that, too, um, mm-hmm. so we have a deleted scene that's on, this, it's on the untitled theatrical cut, um, and it's about a minute and a half long, and, you know, uh, 
I, you know, I, I think I've only given out a YouTube clip, but I actually couldn't find a YouTube clip for this <laughs> anyway. But there, there are the other two longer deleted scenes that so far, and I think only the first time I gave out the, 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 the clip to the uh, guests at the time, the for the stairway to heaven scene. Um, but then there was the DJ scene as well, and I, 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 I surprise. I think I surprised much like I am you a little bit here, um, uh, Sean and Dave, <laughs> with the uh, DJ scene. Um, about three minutes for that, I think, with uh, Kyle Gass. Jack Black's tenacious D partner mm. um, playing this very stoned or something DJ <laughs> falling asleep DJ <laughs> that they're trying Don't to do, do an something. interview with. It's a it's a wonderful scene, but th- and this one is is there's there's the, the main brunt of it. The main reason anyone would really care for it is because it's mostly Jeff BB talking. You know, Jason Ooh. Lee doing it, you know, another one of his monologues. And this this could be the it doesn't have anything quite to the extent of, you know, the and that you can print or, you know, <laughs> you know, that, that that one. Or I think there's there's definitely one later on a bit um, too n- near the end. That's for sure. So this is one a third one that would have been in the middle. Um, and he's just he's just certainly going on about music, music business, uh, create creativity um and you know his interact his the way he works with uh with um Russell um mm. and 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 the main the main shots of the, of the of it are it's on the bus mostly except for there is almost this weird little uh flashback sequence sure like it's a voiceover of them like kind of packing up and leaving the hotel and being ready for it right outside the bus you know um mm. just dick, dick trying to get everyone everyone aboard and so forth okay. but it's just, it's just this you know jason lee doing his doing working his magic <laughs> i wonder how much <laughs> most, of that they recorded it. like just hours and hours of jason yeah. lee just riffing on 70s music business and being yeah i imagine he could creative yeah. <laughs> but i mean i have to imagine that uh, uh, there, there, there must have been a good chunk that you know of stuff that uh that uh, cameron wrote too you know, it wouldn't have been all just left to That's left true. up to grab. Um, and, the, the, and Cameron Crowe probably had a little yeah. bit more insight. No offense to Jason Lee on mm-hmm. the subject. <laughs> and, and and it is so. It is Jeff Beebe. He's talking into William's microphone. And the other the other main thing to kind of grab from it, I think, too, is that William is kind of distracted, and, and Jeff kind of even has to draw him back in and say, <laughs> "Yeah, even Jeff even asks a question of William at one point at least." Um, wow. But but William is definitely getting distracted because Penny Penny at one point she's like dancing down the hall the aisle of the bus, mm-hmm. but then like you cut away and it's back to the interview, but then it cuts back over to her at making moves on Russell. So William is very much getting distracted by that. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. And, and the, the the jealousy is rising, <laughs> as <laughs> as I think we'll see in future minutes. But there's also there, there there's there's a thing in the future minute. I actually even just watched forward a, f- a few minutes earlier today, and and uh, it's there, there's it's you know the, the whole love triangle that's happening. There's that, but there's also this, just this, his drive to write this story. He's, he's really got that goal of writing this story. And as I think someone mentioned out a week or two ago that, um, actually I think that was a uh, father David, that he made the point that we have, we had just heard a couple weeks ago, a couple minutes ago, the last time that William has said, I need to get back home. You know, mm. every, you know, every other, there, there's at least one more time, if not two or three 
that come up where it's kind of mentioned, but he's not so he's not saying I need to get back home anymore. He's he's so much more in the task of well I've gone this far and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get this thing written one way or another whether I have to ask Lester Bangs to for some help like uh, like this, what we're going into now that's I I'm now seeing this totally differently of is this the I don't want to give away I don't want to spoil anything for the rest of this week but um are we seeing the last flailings of William the teenager in over his head versus a uh, William p- post Opie must die. Um, <laughs> I don't, I do not know how to fa- phrase this whatsoever. Um, uh, if, if you are younger listening to this, uh, it does not magically make you an adult, but in this movie, does it? I wonder. I'm mean, yeah. like, yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was getting to head. is that there's a there's a thing that happens Ooh. after, and it's he's definitely seems to be less of an adult at that point. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, because when he's on so. the phone with Lester, like yeah. yeah, like you said, he's determined to write this piece. He's calling Lester for help, but like he's freaking out in this yeah. phone call, and yeah. Lester talks him down and is like, "Here's what you say." Also bless this portrayal of Lester Banks. It is so oh, good. Sure. It is so perfect. And I, I, it just, anyone who has ever written needs to bow down and thank this movie and this man for giving us the line. It's a think piece. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you haven't pretentiously described something as a think piece, what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> um, yes, so yeah. it's definitely, it's definitely important that Lester, you know, calls out that he is flipping out, that William is flipping out, and that and apparently that's good. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he then he's gonna he's gonna come up. He comes up with that think piece verbiage, mm-hmm. um, and and more <laughs> that that's yeah. gonna. He says he's gonna blow their minds. Um, he even then also asks, you know, that it's Ben Fa- Ben Fong Torres. I yeah. It's a really nice touch that he knows exactly what to say to each of these people. Like, just the contrast Mm -hmm. between these two writers, between Mm -hmm. these two interviewers, is perfectly encapsulated in this. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I just, I couldn't get over it. Like, his shirt, like, Lester's shirt and everything. It's very, it's very of a time. Uh, yeah, and this, and, the, and this, you know, this is Lester's office that we're seeing here. Plenty of mm-hmm. records on shelves and other, other documents of some sort. You know, they, those could be those could be records, more records laying on their sides, not on their mm-hmm. ends. Ah, oh, underneath the, over on the right. Um, it, it's a great but, office. Oh. I relate more to the end of the minute when you see yeah. um, William's notes. <laughs> that is much my. I could not tell you. I'm I'm sitting at my desk. From here, I can see eight different notebooks. None of them is full. None of them are empty. Like, all of them have about three pages used. And then I have an ent- I have folders and folders of just bits of scrap paper where I have jotted stuff down over the years. And this is me organized. This is me having yeah. organized the bits of scrap paper into folders. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, seeing those all lined up along the bathtub ledge was just like, yep, nope, he's writing. Good job. You're doing it. (laughs) 
So we don't see much of it, but I just, I would have been remiss if I didn't call it out of how great it is. Even though, like you said, Lester's office, much cooler, much more professional. He is, he is the grown up, which is, <laughs> which is saying a lot, a little <laughs> yeah. strange, <Yeah>. but true. <laughs> Um, he, he, Lester then goes into, you know, continues the, the from think piece to saying mm. about a mid-level band. So we now have the, you know, uh, you know, from from the man himself, what to call mm. to continue calling Stillwater at this point in their career that they're mid-level. You know, yeah. there's been a lot of guests on saying, are they are they just starting out or are they they're pretty big, right? And, you know, it's like okay, back and forth, back and forth. But um, no, yeah. I mean it's it's the middle of the road, you know, mid-level. You know, they're not. They're not um, Beatles or Stones, but they're not no one you've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely I, people that have heard of them. That, I think know, the movie they, does they, a they, good they job filled, of... They filled concert venues. and Yeah, the movie does a good job of setting that up. And so does, even though it's kind of an insult, what Lester continues with, where it's the point that this is a mid-level band that's kind of like knocking up against the ceiling of their level. Yeah. Mm. And... Mm-hmm. Are they going to make that leap or not? And I think everyone we see in this movie other than the band thinks not. Like, doesn't yeah. think they're going to. I mean, maybe Penny is trying to push them. She thinks, like, yeah. she can push them to that next level. But I don't know. It was just really fascinating. Is, is, it, is it push or pull? You know, I mean, because oh. she's because she's yeah. you know playing wants to be this muse like that, that's that's been the way to describe her at a couple of points that that uh, the groupies or band aids, mm-hmm. um, you know, act, actually are providing something of a service. I've become that, very that helps the career of the bands or at least of of at least one or more members. Yeah. The other band aids interacting with different members of the oh, bands yeah. and with Dick, and like it all seems very above board. But I'm very, I guess, pessimistic. I'm very cynical. I love the character of Penny, I think this is a wonderful role, and, and it's done beautifully. Kate Hudson is a genius in this movie. I don't think Penny's is great as the like, I know, I know girls who took Penny as a role model. And I always yeah. very much looked at it as like, doesn't she live in the same place as William? Like, she she knows all these famous people, but how well does she actually know all these famous people? Like, she's not, she's not, she's not, she's not the future Linda McCartney going mm. on boats with the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and interviewing them. She's not. Yeah. She is a Band-Aid. Which is a term they have come up with to replace groupie. <laughs> yep. And I don't know that I see Penny as the goddess that a lot of people do because this is a movie about a guy who has a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. I I sometimes mm-hmm. take off those blinders and I, I in this minute I see four teenagers in Greenville, Tennessee, <laughs> bored in a motel room. And and that's fine. Like, you can have a lot of fun being that, but they are not top tier. 
Like none of the, this is this is a mid this is a movie about a mid level situation, which is a- amazing and very fascinating. And it, I sound like Ben Fong Torres, I guess. <laughs> They're grappling, right? <laughs> but yeah, you're that's, right. That's Penny's just, yeah. always held up as this, like, oh, she's so cool, and she's, you know, she's gonna help them break through. And it's like, how? She's a kid from the suburbs of California. <laughs> like, maybe that is just my own bias, but am am I wrong? <laughs> well, and and she's not the person that that she has. I mean, without any actual true confrontation with, but there is this, you know, two sides for for Russell to mm. deal with that his his girlfriend, fiance, wife, what have you. <laughs> I, I forget which right now, but yeah. definitely when I get to the minutes, I'll definitely have a better take on that um, then. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm like I mean, 90% she, sure she, she's, she's wife she's, for the record, but what's that? you'll get there. I think she's wife but you'll get there yeah right but but she is you know she's the one that russell's going home to when you know when when touring is over and stuff and and uh i think that's that's that that's that top tier you're talking about so so the band itself is is this mid-level and so are the groupies and you know whether whether William is, I mean, I think that's. I mean, he's he's so much younger in a sense. I think. I mean, the groupies are fairly young, but yeah. um, and, and and they can easily go on and have more of a normal life, you know, and, <laughs> or maybe a really great life, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, doing something more than just <laughs> some sexual satisfying, <laughs> you know, yeah. of, of, of rock stars to help to in your mind in their minds at least <laughs> for help them further their careers help them yeah it's, take, take it's the complicated off. it's complicated and it's one yeah. of those frustrating things because like you're saying they have a really good life i mean i i'm i've knocked it in this episode but like mm-hmm. dude the suburbs of california that's great like enjoy that i just she's set up as this larger than life super sophisticated character and it's like no that's how william sees her yeah. I don't know that that's how the rest of the world sees her. And, that, and that's the, and that, okay. So and that's the way that Cameron sees her because Cameron is the one who's written this, mm. and you know, he he wants it portrayed as. I mean, it, it doesn't seem, you know, in any way. I mean, especially since you're coming from a, you know, you you your, your first your first show was never ending story or never ending minute. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's this is is somewhat fantastical. Um, in a sense, because he is, he has made, uh, especially Penny Lane, um, not, not so much, you know, again, not so much, definitely not Stillwater. I mean, you know, mid-level band, but mm. Penny Lane, um, made her into something more than, you know, again, she, she, she is, I mean, even though there's one that's kind of more so considered to be, most so considered to be the main inspiration for Penny Lane. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely two or three other groupies as well. I was going to say, she feels works. like a love letter to people that Cameron yeah. Crowe knew. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, it's, I I love Sapphire. Yeah. Oh, bless yeah. that girl. She makes some choices. Oh, does she make some choices? Mm-hmm. I'm not, and again, not a role model, but I just love her so much. And um, that's a bias because at the same time, and technically I think it beat Never Ending Minute 
to publish by a little bit. I did return to Osmonet too. And that oh, yeah. has Peruse the Bulk mm-hmm. as a kid. And yeah. that's one of those things where it's like, here are all these crazy fantastical elements, but there's this little like dark side. And the fact mm-hmm. that I enjoyed that as a kid might be why I enjoy <laughs> this movie. And there's a lot, because let's face it, there's a lot of the 70s that is like, here's our glitzy, glamorous thing, but there's the seedy side to it. And I'm just like, tell me more. Ooh. But I think that's why I get really frustrated with people who are like, oh, New York in the 70s. It's so glamorous. And I'm like, it's dirty. Have you seen the pictures? New York in the 70s is literally dirty. I'm not saying you can't have a lot of fun to be fascinated by the stories in it, but I don't I don't need to go like I don't need to emulate that now. <laughs> we can still listen to that music and also not litter. How's that? <laughs> If I don't have you on for currently scheduled for any New York minutes, <laughs> I definitely want to make sure you get in for one. Misty Mountain Hop, <laughs> inject that stuff straight into my veins. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> this whole movie is fabulous. So, and thank you for having me on again because that's that's oh, yeah. it's very near and dear to my heart. Obviously. <laughs> Well, um, so right here, we, 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 I mean, you've kind of gone a little bit already into the, the, the Band-Aids hanging out in the room, but just the very the very beginning of that, there's a, so there's this very, very, very small deleted deleted uh, uh, shot, I, I won't even say scene, <laughs> um, of, of and so, it's, so it's a zoomed in picture of the TV, of, um, so in this case, uh, this band is uh, Steely Dan, with their song uh, Reeling in the Ears from the Midnight Special program. TV program from that ran throughout most essentially most of the seventies, like seventy two to eighty one or so ish, I believe. I'll I'll save my Steely Dan talk for <laughs> for next minute. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's, it's it's pretty short, you know. And there's there's even another deleted scene that happens right at the beginning of that minute that that's a little continuation in a sense of huh. of uh, of uh, one one of the band aids and their their interesting comment. <laughs> Um, I just about, love about the band about, or at least one of the one of the guys in the band, even. Oh, okay. Because I feel like all you need is her sitting on the bed and be like, "I'm bored." Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. You immediately get what's up. Like, they tell you the location. One of them says, "I'm bored," and then he's busy writing. Like, mm-hmm. that's a kind of perfect setup for what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the shot of the TV. Uh, comments on members of the band i mean i'm i'm intrigued i'll admit it but i you don't need that like this is enough to set up set up what's happening here (laughs) oh god my back hurts just looking at him in that bathtub sorry i'm like looking (laughs) at it again and like i am just old enough to no longer be able to like god i remember sleeping in bathtubs when you get a hotel room with a bunch of people and i like slept in a bathtub and I don't with, remember with, hurting with some afterwards, but and stuff, right? Oh yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. with a pillow and everything. No, but no like, it—it yeah. it just I can't even imagine doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like my joints hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> um, in, in the hotel room, you you mentioned I think a little bit about like what like what's going on, like the I don't know, the, maybe the decoration you're kind of getting at. I think. So, so there's on, on the lamps, there's, mm. you know, handkerchiefs and different, you know, different kind of fabric claws that are, they're draped over them a bit to, to dim them <laughs> a bit, right? You know, that's the idea. 
um, uh, it's one of the first things they seem to do. I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure they did in a previous scene. In the well, they live back. on the road, so you got to do something to like make it your own spot everywhere you go. Yeah. But then, additionally, it looks like they taped the magazine cover that we actually went over before the uh, the circus magazine with Bowie on the cover with his pink mm-hmm. hair, and um, they've taped that up to above one of the headboards of the two beds. Um, and then there's also the little part where when when after William has sat down to write down uh, the stuff that Lester is telling him, the think piece and mm-hmm. so forth, um, that uh, it's definitely not Beth, but it's so it's probably um, uh, uh, Plexi, I think. Um, in a previous shot, we you you can see the red the red handkerchief or whatever type of fabric that is on the left uh, mm-hmm. lamp. But then subsequently you see him, you see her behind William with that, you know, doing something with that red. So I don't know if she was taking it back down at that point, but we, because we don't get back to a point where we can see that lamp yeah. again in this minute at least. Or dancing. But with it. so I don't understand that they'd be taking it down. So I think it was just a little, a little cross cut, you know, a little mix up in editing that they had him sitting down and they wanted that shot. Even though she was yeah. behind him, <laughs> playing yeah. with they, the, they want some the motion other than him sitting on the yeah bed. right yeah yeah and 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 the room itself seems bigger than than what it probably should I mean that Dick Dick is paying for this or who's I mean who's paying for all this stuff anyway but just crazy or Rolling Stone well, magazine yeah <laughs> that's why they right. share yeah. <laughs> Oh and that's why that's why we have a little reaction from Ben <laughs> in, a, in a few minutes, a couple minutes or so. Oh my god! Get it together, man. Um, <laughs> You're gonna have so much yeah. fun with that whole phone conversation. Yeah. Every line is so perfectly quotable. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that brings us about to the end. And actually, the only other thing, um, music-wise, for that first deleted, bigger deleted scene, there mm. there is um, a little bit of Nancy Wilson's score so to speak her her, her ma- mo- mo- mostly guitar music that's uh playing over uh leading out of the classroom into that scene um it doesn't stay with it that long i don't think i'm pretty sure it fades out mm-hmm. but it it's it's not i did not have it in my master <laughs> uh, spreadsheet <laughs> list of, of all the music <laughs> that's been cool. that's supposed to be going on um i, I that somehow got past me in, in the initial run through and uh well I mean, how dare it, it, you but, eric <laughs> you know it, it, it's part of the again it's part of the untitled it's, it's not something we see here mm-hmm. in this minute official proper for for the theatrical release but uh it's just like i mean i i i barely thought about you know just an hour before coming on you know okay get get the blu-ray run in of the untitled cut and shazam <laughs> it but my god yeah, didn't get around to it <laughs> But if anyone out there happens to know which 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 one of the pieces of hers, or if it's a repeat, because there's definitely a couple times where a couple of the pieces are used at different times um, throughout the movie. You're fired from podcasting. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, well, Father David shamed me on uh, suggesting that I might not actually do the credits in in in, in the minute <laughs> of each <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's. I've never, I wished someone had captured the look on my face because I just finished up Joe versus the Volcano. Well, it was Joe versus the Minute for Joe versus the Volcano. And we were doing three episodes a week. And so it worked out perfectly that the last week would be all credits. And I was like, 
Jarf, look how perfectly a full week for our last week. And he goes, it's all credits. And I was like, so? And he's like, let's just combine them all because no one's going to listen to a whole week of credits. And I was like, yeah, we will. <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> like to bring it back to the original Star Wars oh, minutes. Yeah. I was just like, we can't do that. And he's like, Tierney, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. And I'm like, are you, are you sure? Like, I was actually nervous. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yes, I am. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the movies I've done. There has been a lot of really interesting music stuff to talk about, but I have not done anything that was music focused like this. Because mm-hmm. yeah. um, this is one of the gold standards. Oh. Can I rant a little bit into the void in the hopes that maybe someone somewhere with the power will help this? If you uh-huh. have a free Spotify account, I totally get like, play me commercials. There are limitations on what I can do. That's fine. Did you know you literally cannot look up a song and make that song play? Oh. Yeah. It's infuriating. Currently. You can, yeah, like, yeah. As, as of this ago? recording. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, feel I, like you could. I was trying to look up the yeah. first song because I couldn't remember the name of any of the <laughs> Yes songs because who remembers the names of Yes songs? I just remember where they are on the album. And so I pulled it up and it started playing things out of order. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just the first. And it was, there's no way to do it. And I Googled because I was like, afterwards, I was like, what was that? You know? And, um, yeah, you cannot, it's one of those things that, like, you can discover music, um, but you cannot say, like, hey, I really want to listen to this one song and get it to play that one mm-hmm. song. <laughs> so, uh, well, One yeah. last thing about music, then, too, is that we said, I, I said MC5, and I said there are other, they're big popular song, kicking out, kick out the champs, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh so the the song we heard here very much very much in the background of Lester's office as well i could tell a slight difference in volume level from when it was <laughs> in the hotel room so okay that's mm-hmm. a, that's a great indication definitely it's uh, Lester is listening to this and that makes more sense than than these girls mm-hmm. the mandates um so the uh, the song title is looking at you as well okay. so just want to get that on the record before we go i think um but you definitely you've uh, redeemed yourself yeah. eric <laughs> good you. job thank you <laughs> But you definitely, uh, definitely go through your list of uh, podcast, other podcasts before, and where people can find them. And you have one main website, kind of, don't you? Yes, yes. Yeah. I have uh, oh. the website onestealsister dot com. O n e s t e e l e s a s t e r, and that has guest appearances, podcasts, uh, writing, the whole nine yards. So, including a logo that I made that I'm really proud of. If you are a professional graphic designer, do not judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Same here for all my, lo- all my all the things I've done, logos and yeah. T-shirts, what have you. Yeah, I, I, I have a art school ish background, but did not pers- continue pursuing that after graduation. <laughs> I don't even have that, so dude, you are doing uh, fine. <laughs> okay. Um. So um yeah thanks so much for coming in for this minute and hopefully we, we can have you on for a couple of these couple more but that might not happen it's, it's understandable and uh, we didn't weren't weren't able to get, have Garen continue on from last week like like we actually wanted um, but she should be back anyway as well and I'm pretty sure Tierney you 
you uh you might have a couple more even after this uh next couple weeks um we'll figure something further out. further down near 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 the end one last time hopefully i think yeah. we might have you in but if not we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out we'll figure in it out. case we'll of emergency break steely dan albums yeah, like there yeah. you go <laughs> <laughs> or i guess break glass over steely dan that metaphor did not work no. i'm so sorry <laughs> Um, thank you so much. You've been great. I love talking with you, and uh, we, we've, we've even met up in real life, and that was a great thing. And yeah, thanks so much for so, having yeah. me on. Yeah, I love this you. movie so much, and you're doing such a good job oh, analyzing it. So yeah, yep. hopefully I'll be back. <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Um, so um, we even had a little bit of uh, a mention of them before, but uh, def- definitely give a call out to uh, Star Wars Minute, uh, the, the the granddaddies of. Of this whole movies by minute uh, idea, um, uh, Pete and Alex are great guys. Met them as well, mm-hmm. couple couple few times now. Essentially, um, hopefully again sometime next year in Philly, yes. maybe hopefully. Yes. Um, if this COVID thing can just go away. Um, so that's not uh, how it works, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hopefully next year we'll get back to annual meetups. Yeah. So this was uh, Minute 64. We'll be back next week for Minute 65. And until then, it's all happening. It's all happening. You want to say it's all happening? I, I, oh, sorry. That was probably too quiet. It's all happening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was probably Discord cutting out, I think. Maybe. I was going to say, Just like I've it. ever not repeated that when someone said it. <laughs> I am a golden god! Yeah! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.